Welcome to On Air, the podcast from leading probate genealogists, Finders International, with your host, David Lockwood. And welcome back to part two of our interview with Tom Stansfield. I'm Dave Lockwood from Finders International. This is On Air, the podcast. And uh, Tom, we, we spoke about why working in the legal sector. Um, we, we spent quite a lot of time talking about that and where the legal sector is going. So... One thing I always ask everybody is what makes them mad? And we spoke about this before and you said, well, nothing really does make you mad. So what, what gets you frustrated then, let's say? Nothing really, Dave. Well, no. actually, no, that's a line of yeah. football. It makes me, <laughs> makes, yeah, that's true. Makes yeah. me angry. Um, yeah. And specifically when, when Lincoln City, my team, uh, when they lose or when we're 2-0 up and we draw 2-2. Yeah. That, that's my biggest frustration. But within the sector, nothing really. No. What about yeah. you? What makes you mad? Football again, Saturday yeah. nights ruined because somebody's let a goal in at the last minute or Tuesday nights, actually, as it goes against Bristol City. And Joey Barton wins again, but we won't talk Nobody about wants that. to see Joey Barton win. No, he wants to see Joey Barton win. No, no, apart from Bristol City fans. Um, sorry, Bristol, Bristol Rovers fans. What am I talking about? I always get those two mixed up. Mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Both mad. Yeah. <laughs> I find the further west you go with football fans, the, the, the slightly more madder the fans are. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see, I can see what you mean. We, we, back in the day, we had some run-ins with Reading and then Bristol City in the FA Cup in 1990, wherever it was. Um, they let us all out together and there was a little bit of blue rope keeping the fans apart from each other oh, and we'd drawn one all with them. So we'd gone back to a replay, which meant the Charlton actually got to play. We, we won the replay and got to Man United and, and, and once that was 25 years ago. Um, but outside the ground was a skip oh, full of bricks and everything like that. Dangerous. It was very dangerous. I was in the loo. You were safe with, with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been walking in the other direction. Yeah, I, I just to hear. Let's say that. So yeah, I, I, I say football. Football makes me frustrated. I think that's that's the the, the one thing. Uh, Work wise, frustration is not having enough time to do things as well. I can see that. I, I'm very impatient. Oh god, so, yeah. For me, the, the, our team here will uh, will be test. They'll testify that if if I have an idea, something pops up, I think, oh, that would be great if we could do it. I'd like to do it now. Mm. Uh, so I get frustrated when when we can't move as quickly as we'd like to, and a client's got a project that they want to work on, and I get fully behind it. And obviously, there are restraints and, and constraints that, that that mean that we can't necessarily always deliver something as quickly as we'd like to. But I mean, I'm a light, uh, I'm a light hearted, easy easy going person, Dave. So yeah. My wife gets frustrated with that. Yeah. Uh, she gets mad because I'm just like, I don't, to, don't take life too seriously. That's probably a good thing, actually, not taking life too seriously. There's no point. No, no. This yeah. is it. Might as well enjoy it. Yeah. We, we, can, only, we can only deal what's within our control, really. Yeah. So. yeah. I, that, that's something, actually, that's a very true thing you're saying there because, you know, things that are out of your control can make you, can make you very frustrated and can make you very ill. I can see, yeah, well, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it within the sector. I've seen yeah. practitioners that have, that have, let things get to them perhaps that they could have just taken a step back and just just look at things my, my philosophy in, in life is very much um and again my wife gets mad when i say this um i say to her well that sounds like a problem give me a solution and i say it jovially so i don't want people listening just to think i'm a bit of a sausage um but the truth behind it is that ultimately we just need to take a step back sometimes and we yeah. just need to look at what the problem is and how we can solve it and get get an, a, a good outcome from it and, and that's that's why perhaps I don't get mad with things. I just yeah. think 
okay, we, we've got we've got an obstacle, we've got a problem, but we can overcome it. There's always yeah. there's always a way. Take a breath and and, and step back and, and think. Okay. What can we do? Yeah, but I, just, I haven't yet found a way to do that with football. <laughs> <laughs> football is the most frustrating thing on the planet. It certainly is. I don't know about being a, a Lincoln fan, but being a Cheltenham Athletic fan it certainly is. I can tell you that. Well, it's the same, same league. Well, it's the same league as so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both mid-table sides. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If we're lucky this season. Uh, have you ever thought, why haven't you told me that before? Um, Again, it's, that's a difficult one, isn't it? I don't, mm. I don't know. Um, I, probably is the answer, yeah. but I can't think of a specific circumstance. Uh, I'm quite inquisitive, and, and when we onboard new clients, I ask very intrusive questions. So I like to know the financials behind their business. I like yeah. to know what makes them tick, where they struggle, what they, how they fall down, because that's the overcoming the problem bit. So my inquisitive nature, I think, helps with with that um, because. If I haven't asked the questions, then yeah, maybe that's when I think why yeah. I asked that before. But yeah. a specific circumstance or a specific event, I can't think of one. No, no. Okay. What okay. about what about you? Me? Yeah. Oh God, um, you put me on the spot there. I wasn't thinking you were going to ask me that one, but there you go. Um, I don't silence, which is not good on the podcast. Um, I'll come back to you on that one. Let you know. <laughs> I, guess, I guess from my perspective, why haven't you told me this before? When we don't ask clients for yeah. something and then they tell us something additionally, I guess from that perspective, but but more often than not, process or procedure will will support. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really, that's a really good question. I, I'm intrigued to know what some of your other podcast guests will have said to that. So I'm going to go back to yeah. maybe one of, one of your podcasts so far that I've not listened to. Yeah. Um, but I, I listen to it when I'm driving home from work. Oh, so great. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to specifically listen again for, for those specific answers. That would always be in part two. So there we are. Okay. Look for that one. <laughs> you don't have to listen to all of them. <laughs> actually, actually, when you listen to Trevor's and Alex Gordon, which is coming up um, fairly soon, that, that's quite an interesting one. Alex is um, a solicitor down in Kent, and uh, she 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 had a decent answer for that one. Okay, yeah, Fantastic. so there you go. Right, um, what makes you happy then? What makes you happy in your role? First off, um, I love marketing. Mm. I, I sort of fell into this, as I say, and, um, and I couldn't fall into something that gives me more joy. It's very results driven. Um, have you ever done a disc profile? No, it basically tells you about the, the what I guess the way that you are or what what makes you tick. Oh or, God, yeah, I think so. Years so, ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did one with a business coach uh, probably two years ago. Yeah, um, and it, and it just made me think a little bit more about how how I work or how my brain works and how I mm. process things and um, what what makes me happy is, is knowing that I've done a good job. I'm very analytical and, and mm. from a, a business perspective, I love feedback from clients that says, Do you know what, that's a fantastic post. I uh, really appreciate the results that we've got here. It's great to see our website's performing well. That makes me happy. Yeah. And likewise, when we host events or um, getting feedback and seeing the results of which, yeah, I'm very results-driven right now. Yeah. What, uh, how do you relax then? Uh, I would say football, but <laughs> but based on our conversations, it doesn't sound like we relax very much when we're watching, does it? It's not. It's not a relaxing thing, but it's it's uh, it's it, it does let a lot. You can let a lot of frustration out during football. Absolutely. Uh, for me, I'll be perfectly honest, and I don't want to sound like a boozer, but I enjoy going for a beer. Mm. I've got a great circle of friends. So when I'm not working, when I'm not spending time with my fantastic family, um, I like to go out for a beer with, with friends. Um, that, that's what makes me happy. I love to travel. Yeah. I ski badly. I play, <laughs> I play football badly. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes me happy. Yeah. 
traveling. So whereabouts would what would your ultimate destination be? Oh, I don't know. I just like to see new places all the yeah. time. So um, I've got. I, I recently bought a camper van. Oh, it, right. It was a panel van when I bought it, and I decided to to spend time. I've never done anything like it before, but to uh, insulate it and to oh. wire it and do everything that you, you'd expect with a, a camper van. So it looks professional. Thankfully, I've got friends that can support me with this. So that's good. Yeah, it would turn into a. Uh, it's, it's not easy. I know. Yeah, I've watched uh, the the Instagram videos of several of these. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Uh, and it's been it's been fantastic fun. Um, and now I get the opportunity to take take it away and go to festivals and, and, and things. So for me, traveling, I always like to see somewhere new. I like to yeah. go places that I've never been before. My dad's moved out to Spain, so I've got like a little bolt hole there that we were able to go to. Yeah, um, that's always good. But I, I try to go to new places. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, favorite place you've been to? Um, oh, good question. Somewhere that would draw you back. I think, so I've been to Mexico, right. I went there on my honeymoon with my, with my wife, and I'd like to explore a little bit more of South America, I think. Mm. Um, whether I take the kids or not, it's a different question. That's probably not the things that I'd like to do. They're, they're not at the right age yet that they would enjoy no. yeah. a bit of a history buff. So I'd like to go and see some of the ruins and yeah. um, take in a bit of culture. Um, but I'd like to go back and do, do a bit of South America, I think. Cool, yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. I know a few people that have been and been out to, what's it, Machu Picchu or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, and so it's just absolutely amazing. So yeah. we, we did Chichen Itza on our, on our honeymoon. Yeah. And that for me was fantastic. Oh, so. I've got a chance, I've got a chance to go to Mexico next year. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, unfortunately. Oh, but no. um, uh, friends getting married out there. So, um, uh, I've been invited to the wedding, but, uh, Take I'm, a I'm not sure. Day, so. um, I'm not sure. Well, well, it, it's all down to str- uh, strategy and, um, whether my wife can get time off work, which I don't think she can. <laughs> so it's one of those ones but there we are yeah mexico south america is a good place yeah i'd, I'd like to go there more the, you know round round um uh, certainly down the amazon and see parts of that oh yeah i think for me it's just like there's a lot of football culture in south america oh, God, and yeah. i don't know whether yeah. it's tied maybe psychologically it's tied into that yeah. i'd like to go and watch some football out there yeah uh, a friend of mine was recently telling me about this away days uh, business and they basically they, you book a, a football trip and they book the flights to the hotel and a football match and you don't know who it is Oh wow! And then they just tell you where you're going. And yeah. You could go to, you could go to Spain. You could go to Bulgaria to watch one of their games. You, you you never know. It's just one of those. And that that appeals to me because it's that, just exploration. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it sounds football and traveling. You can't, 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 can't go wrong with that one. Yeah. Really, can, you know, well, some people say not. You know, but um, there you go. Okay. Takes out boxes. <laughs> so money with no object. Come on, money with no object. What would you be doing? Um, I would. I mean, I, I've asked myself this question loads in the past. Everybody's done that thing, haven't they? Where they've if imagined winning the lottery. Um, and for me, it was always, I wanted to start my own business. Well, thankfully I've got that now. And, and um, But I guess passion is football. Mm. I would absolutely love to own a football club. I, I made the decision to um, become a, a director of a, a non-league football club yeah. when I set up the business because I had a bit more well, free time. As every business there, a business owner knows you've got tons of free time when you set up a business. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'd probably like to invest in a football club mm. um, and See and, and see see where I can have value and support. That that would be uh, that would be good. So not a league club possibly, but a non league club. Oh, I don't know. Lincoln City. I mean, well, they're taking a lot of investment in League One. Yeah, um, it would be great to uh, to support Lincoln City and to, to support financially. Um, they probably don't need my money now with the American investment. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, something like that would be fantastic. Yeah. Some, some, certainly somewhere where I've been and I've supported. I'm a season ticket holder. That would be a passion, wouldn't it? The with, with Lincoln United and, and being non-league, how do you find it with with how it is in non-league football? Because it's volunteer 
led. Yep, we're a lot of it, isn't I'm it? A, I'm a volunteer. All of yeah. our match day staff and, and, and support are volunteers. I mean, I, over the last two years since I've been involved with Lincoln United, it's been a challenge, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. There have been times where I thought, I don't need this. The business is growing. I've got other, other commitments. But it's something about that community that really draws you back. I've flipped mm. burgers in the canteen. <laughs> We've got a new board, um, five new board members this season, a supporters trust, and everything's moving in the right direction. It's been fantastic. Um, and you see that fruits of the labour and everybody's hard work coming together. So yeah, um, there's moments where you think, oh, this frustrates me. And then other times where you think this is just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it, it, and volunteers are the unsung heroes of, of football, we, basically. We've got some absolutely incredible yeah. people. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I was involved. I'm still support them still go and watch them I'm a, as much as I'm a Charlton fan I'll go to, to Ebsley and I was working with them as match day announcer for, for some time but the people behind the scenes there the volunteers that, that, that do the things they're the people they're the spirit of the club they are the club well these clubs would fall they would would, without that support wouldn't they yeah. I, I completely I completely agree with you yeah yeah so travel wise you know Buy a coach and travel the world or something like that? Yeah, maybe a slightly bigger van than I've got now. One, <laughs> one that will fit the kids in with great comfort and uh, um, one that's got a shower and, and whatnot. For oh, my yeah. wife, she'd be more pleased with that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. A bit of more cons in there. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it's, well, I'm very lucky uh, that I get to travel and that mm. my wife lets me go away on, on lads' trips and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and obviously my dad being abroad, um, I've got a little bottle that I can get away to. So I do get to travel a fair bit. Um, so I don't know if there's anywhere specifically that I'd go if, if money were no object. No. Just just go and see somewhere. Probably yeah. South America. Yeah, perhaps. There you perhaps. Go. Yeah. Well, what about what about you? Money, money no objects. No yeah. I mean, I've often thought about this. If I ever win the lottery, what would I do? And we I would this may sound crazy. I would buy a short sky van. And you're looking at me thinking, what the hell is that? I am. Short Sky Van is a little aircraft that was produced in Belfast by the Shorts Aircraft Company. They're not produced anymore, but they're ideal for parachuting, which I will never do. Yeah, who, who wants to jump out of a perfect uh, perfectly good aeroplane? But they're also fantastic for air-to-air -air photography. And I love photography. I love aeroplanes. And I just recently did a, um, a trip with the group called the the aviation photo crew and I was hanging out the back of the sky van literally nothing between me and the ground in 3,000 feet and I had the aircraft from the Shuttleworth collection there now if you've never heard of the Shuttleworth collection look it up it is the finest collection of aircraft in this country they're all vintage and it was like my yeah I can't believe having to pinch myself moment and uh, that that's what I would do I'd buy a sky van and fly around Someone can find me around and so I can take pictures of aeroplanes. How sad is that? No, no, at all. You've inspired me. So my dad, uh, we are fortunate my dad's got a, a little aeroplane yeah. um, and we flew around France. So we took her, we went over the channel, which is a scary oh, experience yeah, it is. itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in a little two-seater uh, aircraft, light aerobatics aircraft. And we, we flew around France. And we got to see so many different places. Yeah. Um, and I can see that. I can see the appeal. Mm -hmm. I'm not very good at photography, so maybe that <laughs> Wouldn't wouldn't go down so well, but yeah, no, some would say I'm not very good at it as well. But there you go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that would be my ultimate thing if I, you know, um, and I've got friends that that can arrange various trips and things like that. And uh, oh, brilliant, it would be a little business, but um, it would be something that I could I'm enjoy. Inspired to do something. So just don't want to. Yeah, you've got to be strapped in, and uh, literally there I was being held by two straps. And there was nothing between me and the ground 3,000 feet below. So, so it was a little bit of a squeaky bottom moment, let's say. But there we are. Right. Um, moving on. Um, 
What's the best advice you've ever been given? I, I think I've, there's, been, there's been a few times where I've thought, Do you know what, that's genius. And, and, and there's stuff that I still implement to this day. And one of those things is um, I always surround myself with people who know more than I do. And yeah. there'll be lots of people that, that know me that are listening to this perhaps. And they'll be like, well, that's not difficult, Tom, because you're stupid. Um, <laughs> and I don't mind being the most stupid person in the room, Dave. Um, but I, because I'm inquisitive and because I'm not afraid to ask questions or look stupid, I feel like I develop more and yeah. I'm surrounded by fantastic people. So surround yourself with people who know more than you do. That's one. Mm. Um, and the other one is don't be afraid to ask stupid questions. Yeah. Because ultimately, if you don't know it, then you'll never learn it. Yeah. And if you don't ask it, sorry, you'll, you'll never learn it. Very true. So that, that that for me has been probably the best advice. Yeah. And then Brian McMillan, who was my my mentor at the Society of War Writers, bless him. Um, sadly, he's no longer with us. But the one piece of advice that he gave me uh, was that it's okay to make a mistake as long as you don't make the same mistake twice. Mm. So we learn from our mistakes. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a fantastic piece of advice too. Yeah. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. I, I quite agree with that. Having made a few mistakes in my time, <laughs> but learned from them and not done it again. It's so. We learn, I think. Yeah. I think we learn more from our mistakes, don't we? Mm. Um, I think that's an interesting, uh, and, and if you've got a positive mindset and, and you're able to learn from those mistakes, I think yeah. that's even better. And you're right, surround yourself with people that, you know, you might not know, know, but other people will know. And if you've got those people around you, that support is invaluable. There's a, there's a, um, a business networking philosophy whereby you go to a networking event, for example, and I'm socially awkward, as my wife tells me. Um, so going to a networking event fills me with fear. I get anxiety. I don't like the idea of having to go and sell. But you go to an event with the view that you're going to build relationships with people. Yeah. And you know that they're going to know more than you on their given subject or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I'm always looking for that and looking for what knowledge I can gain. But instead of trying to sell something, I will always try and add value. I'll always try and see who's in their network that I might be able to benefit from or meet or learn from. And I think that's a good way to be. Mm. I think that helps to people to develop and, and to see networking perhaps from a slightly different perspective. Yeah. But it's all it's, it's all about communication. It's yeah. all about, so I guess it's all about marketing. How do you juggle your roles? Because you're really busy, but how do you juggle personal and private, you know, personal and work life? Is it 24 hours a day, Dave? Yeah. Um, I, I have a rule whereby between five and seven during the day, so after school or after work, so to speak, between five and seven before the kids go to bed, I want that time for them. Yeah. The reason I left a paid, a lovely paid job um, is so that I could set something up and have a bit more freedom of choice. So for me, I dedicate and block out that specific bit of time. Um, and then everything else, uh, it's all outcome-led. So what, what are the outcomes that we want to achieve? How are we going to do it? How? What's the most time-efficient way to do it? Um, I just analyze a lot, I guess. Yeah, it's it's never easy, is it? I mean, no, anybody no. anybody who's got a, a busy work life, um, but also trying to manage or maintain that work life balance will will know that it's never easy. But I guess we we just do what we can. I try not to take life too seriously, which always helps. So I think that's a great piece of advice as well. We'll leave it there on that. Just don't take life seriously. Live it, probably. Live the dream, Dave. Live the dream. Live the dream. <laughs> Certainly not living it with Chelsea Athletic at the moment. But we won't go there. <laughs> so thank you so much for, for having me come up and, and chat to you. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Your company again is it's Legal Growth, legalgrowth.co.uk. And people can contact you via LinkedIn, can't they? They can indeed, yes. Tom yeah. Stansfield on LinkedIn. Great stuff. Tom, thank you so much. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back again soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. 
you for listening to On Air. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be bringing you another episode next month. For more information on our services, visit our website www.findersinternational.co.uk or call us on 020 7490 4935.